Hey, welcome to the Creative Career Starter Podcast. I'm so glad you're here. I'm your host, Chris Lyons. In this podcast, we will have conversations with young creative professionals about the steps that they took to go from design school grad to successful employee at a creative firm. The goal is to energize and inform your job search with their tips and stories, maybe help you get your first creative job. So stick around. Let's get at it. On this podcast, we'll be talking with Andrea Shaver Carpenter. Andrea graduated with a degree in graphic design in May of 2017 and moved out west where she began her career as a junior art director at Karsh Hagen in Denver, Colorado. Well, good morning, Andrea. Morning. How are you? Good. Hanging in there. It's early here. So. Yes, it's nice to see your face again. It's been a while. So you graduated in... 2017. You've been out in the world for two years. I'd love for you, first of all, let's talk about where you work and what you do on a daily basis. So I work at a small, well, big for Denver advertising agency called Karsh Hagen, I'm working on some cool regional accounts as a digital art director, which is actually a title I convinced them to give me so that I could start to put my career into the trajectory that I really wanted, which was advertising with a spin on digital. Um, But really what I do is Denver's version of art direction, which is art director plus graphic designer. And we touch everything from conception all the way through creating our campaigns, which has been a lot of fun. Is this the kind of job you were looking for? I didn't really know what I was looking for when I graduated. I was going to go UX or I was going to go into an agency as like an art director. Um, And I don't know if I left school with like a full understanding of what art direction was or what that means in Denver, because it's kind of very different from New York, Chicago. When you're an art director here, you're touching a lot more things. Uh, So figuring out how to position myself, kind of having two versions of my book just to kind of see. And all the advice was if you want to go into an agency, you should try to do that right away. So that was what I ended up deciding to pursue. But I don't know if the job is what I expected. So that's it's an interesting point because you go to four years of design school and you still don't really have a clear expectation of what agencies are looking for, right? Yeah, no, for sure. And uh, I got really fortunate. I got kind of referred through a network, which I'm sure we'll talk about, uh, to meet with my current creative director. Um, and he was like, you can't do concepting. Like, he's like, you're such a great designer, but we need to work on concepting and conceptual. And I think it was all just a problem of how I presented it in my book and how I talked about it, leaving school that he thought I couldn't do that. And then he hang on, he was hanging on to that for the first year I worked at the agency. You can't concept. I was like, no, you just got that wrong in your head. So it was a lot of like fighting him and proving that, yes, I really can do it. How did you, um, how did you win him over? What was the piece you did that won him over? Um, I think it's interesting when you think about um, designers and art directors. There's a lot of us that are really right-brained. And I come from kind of a unique background. A lot of us RIT folks um, have like the left-brained kind of component as well. So the fact that I can look at photo shoots, video shoots, organizing assets and this very, I'm the only creative in our department that like loves the spreadsheet and the organization of it all. You might be the only creative in the world that loves the spreadsheet. (laughs) It's possible. Um, But making the matrices and figuring out how things all fit together is something that I've kind of found a really interesting niche 
in our agency. And the more you can prove yourself on projects over and over, particularly I got put on this super fun project for one of the biggest clients I work on, which is the Denver airport, um, which is kind of surrounded by conspiracy theories. And we were working on a new construction campaign for them. They're tearing up their whole terminal. Um, basically it's disaster zone in there. You walk in and there's construction walls everywhere and security lines are eventually going to move outside. And we needed to create a campaign to let people know what was going on and why they should be excited that in five years, there's going to be new shopping and dining and this streamlined experience. And the campaign that we came up with was the Den Files, which is basically playing into the conspiracy theories at the airport. Is it a conspiracy or is it is it a cover-up or a conspiracy or is it just construction? Are we building um, the terminal for the new world order? Um, or is it for the lizard people and the aliens? Or <laughs> is it really just going to be great for you? Um, and that was so much fun to work on. And at that time, I was just a junior art director, but timing and all the stars aligned and the main art director that was on that account ended up leaving. And I was the one who was assisting him. And I kind of just got to step in and embrace it. And when you get an opportunity like that, you just go, go, go. And I was able to kind of become the art director on that campaign, which has won awards and uh, keeps getting talked about. There's hours of YouTube videos uh, that you can watch about these conspiracies in our walls. Um, it just went viral again last week. So oh, it's, right. I, know, I know it has nothing yeah. to do with the job search process, but what was the root of these conspiracy theories? I've never heard of this. So the airport moved to the new location in 1995. And when they built it, it was supposed to have this state-of-the-art baggage claim, um, which kept shredding up people's bags. And eventually they shut it down. But there's all these like tunnels and crazy things underneath the airport. Uh, the runways are kind of shaped like a swastika. There's this blue horse statue out front that has these like red glowing eyes and uh, a piece of it fell off and killed the guy, the sculptor who was no in the So there's like all these, uh, there's this like big stone. It's like a Freemasonry symbols. So there's just all of these like crazy things at the airport that have like aligned to like make this like the hub of conspiracy theories. So so these conspiracy theories allowed you to stretch your conceptual muscles and advance your career. Definitely. Yeah. So I wasn't on the original team that pitched this idea, but I was on the team that like really actually executed this thing and brought it to life. So the number of pieces that we had to do for this kind of proved to my boss like, yeah, I can do it. And now we just have a good understanding of yep you got it i haven't had that comment in a year and a half which good is for great. you all <laughs> right so so you're a little unusual in that you have a very analytical i don't say science-based but you're a very analytical person you're a very serious student in fact my nickname for you was the prez because you were student body president that's an unusual um, distinction to bring into the field talk about that a little bit it is and i think it has been so helpful as i like get into the world but in terms of my job search process, I don't think that people uh, gave a crap that I was like student body president, especially <laughs> creative directors. They're like, no, that's dumb. Like, don't really understand what the correlation would be. So it was figuring out how to talk about that experience and what I learned. And I think any student leadership position, so many people in school are involved in so many different things. So how can you position that? Uh, figuring out how to talk about that experience and packaging it up in a little bundle 
where people can say, oh, these are the skills I learned from that experience and how that's going to help me be a better employee without being like, I did this for the student body and this is what I did. It was really that I was able to communicate more clearly. I was super introverted and hated speaking in front of crowds. But through my time in student government, I learned how to talk about my work and what I was doing in a more concise manner. Uh, So I grew a lot in that way, which helps me as a junior art director, I was going in front of clients for presentations. And so a lot of creatives who really struggle with their work, can't figure out how to talk about things, kind of need a lot of work and help in that first job. So to be able to go in, concisely talk about stuff, uh, get in front of clients is a value to the company. So figuring out how to package up those things, whatever it is that you learn from your leadership position, and then kind of move forward and help you with your job is super good. Yeah, I think that's a a very underrated skill set because you use it constantly. Presentation skills and students that are afraid of that, you just have to dive into it. You just have to face it and practice it and get better at it. But I think your experience as the president of the student body probably really helped you hone that. I, I can't imagine how an agency owner would not see that as a huge benefit for a prospective um, employee. Let's talk about when you got out of school and you started this process. How many places did you reach out to? Do you remember? Um, so I probably reached out to 20 or 25 since Denver's a smaller market and I knew that I really wanted to come to this geographic area. Um, I switched up from just applying for open jobs because there's not open jobs here and uh, went networking. So you, Chris, connected me to a grad, um, Kate, uh, who worked at agencies out here uh, for a long time. And she was so sweet and sent me the names of 10 shops that she thought were the best up-and-coming shops. And if there was a point person there, I kind of read through it, said thank you. She did a couple connections to the ones that were top choices for me. Um, And I reached out to the rest. She's like, you can name drop me, do whatever. Typical, I heard back from maybe 50% of them, which is a lot more than you normally would with like the warm intro. Yeah. And I ended up meeting with probably, well, everyone that reached out, I, I did meet with. And none of them, of course, had jobs. But I kind of went in with it. Hey, I'm new to Denver. I really am thinking about going into art direction. Can I talk to you about your experience in the Denver market? What people are going to look for when they're hiring an art director, a graphic designer, this, so that I can position myself. And people know when you come in that you're unemployed and looking for a job. Uh, so it's always there and they're always like, well, I'm sorry, we can't hire you or they start to fall in love with you. And they're like, dang, we only have this internship that pays $12 an hour, which I would have taken if I was desperate, but I was really kind of hoping and holding on for something. And I said, I'll, I'll keep it in mind. Thank you. But I was still kind of working through my list. And eventually I ended up getting connected um, to a creative director at one of the shops. And he said, we'd love to hire you, but we don't have a spot, but my friend Dave just started working at this other agency and he was looking for someone junior. So another connection from the connection, uh, just like big networking web of people. I ended up meeting with the guy who's my creative director now. And the meeting was interesting because he's like, you should meet with this person and this person. So here I am getting another list on a napkin. We're sitting at this restaurant and he's writing and scribbling names. And I now know that he's just a very British 
traditional like creative <laughs> director and he's like drinking margaritas and scribbling names of uh, good people to reach out to um, on a napkin. And the next day he called and he's like, Hey, I need a freelancer. I have two art directors going on vacation at the same time. So I kind of just slid my way in there, started freelancing and made myself so valuable uh, to the creative directors and the account team that I freelanced for three months and they couldn't get rid of me. So. That's, that is the textbook story of how to do this. If you, if you, well, you knew you wanted to go to a specific market. So I remember we dug into the Denver market and looked at all the places and then you just networked the crap out of it. And I think the big thing for young designers to overcome is the notion that well, they don't have any job openings. That doesn't matter one bit. Look at the turnover rate. Look at what you've seen at your agency already. The turnover rate is so reliable in this industry that to just get inside, impress someone, and get on their list, you did it exactly right. We'll be back with Andrea Shaver Carpenter in 30 seconds. Creative Career Starter Courses teach you strategies that strengthen your job search from building your network to making contact with the right person at the right place. Visit creativecareerstarter.com for more information on courses that will help you find a creative job. Now back to our conversation with Andrea. And you're happy there? It's good? Going well? Yeah, it's going well. Um, ebbs and flows in terms of workloads, but that's kind of how agencies are. Um, fortunately, I'm on a couple fun accounts and we supplement it with some not so fun stuff that pays the bills. So. <laughs> Typical agency. So are you in a position now to look at young people coming in looking for work? Do people come to you and show their portfolios? Uh, they do. And whenever people reach out to me, I always meet with them because I'm so thankful um, for the help that I received when I was looking. So I think I've probably met with five RIT grads that have made their way out to Denver doing the same networking thing that I have. Um, don't know if I was as helpful as Kate was to me knowing more creative level folks. See, now I'm on, I don't like to call it the hiring team, but uh, because I can do the spreadsheets, I'm the one that uh, looks <laughs> at all the, the cover letters and the resumes and makes a list for the creative directors to just pop through the books that I think are the best. Um, which is really cool. So I love giving feedback to people on their portfolios and what stands out to me when people say that they really only look at your book for 30 seconds or less. It's probably true um, mm. because I am working 50, 60 hours a week on campaign and actual client work. And then uh, I've kind of added this hiring, mentoring our apprentices and our interns on as like a bonus part of my job because I really missed that people part of what I was doing in student government. So this is like an extracurricular activity for me. No, this so, is great. Uh, so so t this is really interesting. How do you, if you go through these portfolios, how do you vet? You, you pull some aside and say this is worth a second look and this isn't. What stands out to you? Um, the thumbnails are actually really important because I'm looking very clearly from the thumbnails on the homepage of the book. I can tell if you have good design sense or not, just the, the typography on your page, if you have any sort of personal branding. I think if you have personal branding, you put your resume on your website and you have nice thumbnails, believe it or not, you're actually better than like 60% of the books I'm seeing, even mm -hmm. just having those basic pieces. 
Um, I think it might just be our market. And in Denver, the schools that we have around are nowhere even close to kind of the level of work coming out of where I came out of school. So that's already a positive. Uh, but we're looking really for that like type design sense on like a fundamental level. If you came in as a junior level person and hopped on my Denver account and I gave you six sets of concessions banners or whatever it is that I'm making, can you match that style? Is your type going to line up? Are you going to be able to pick the right image and have it be the right size on the page? That's something that I can usually identify looking at someone's thumbnails on the homepage. And then if that looks good, we'll dive into a few specific projects to look if they have, they're starting to align those conceptual pieces. I think for our more entry level junior apprentices, we're not expecting that you can like concept the world and like come up with the biggest ideas ever. Um, but you can tell when you look at pieces, if it looks like the person will be able to do that. How about their, how about their communication skills, their cover letters? Honestly, at our agency, HR is really bad at giving them to us. Really? Uh, so a lot of times I'm relying just on the book. And then if it's a candidate that I'm going to pass on to the creative director, I'll read the cover letter sometimes if there's something there. Yeah. So when people are coming new to the market, um, our agency, unfortunately, and this is a topic for another day, uh, uh, they do not pay our interns which I hate. I never recommend our internship program to anyone. Uh, we mostly get local people who are still in school, but we did start the apprenticeship program, which is basically um, our version of paid internships within the creative department. But even with our paid apprenticeship program, when we're hiring, our creative director is really hesitant to hire someone from out of state. Did you move to Denver before you started this search? You were living there when you got your job. I was, yeah. Um, and meeting with people in person and being able to just pop in on a moment's notice, I think is what was able to get me the job. I don't think I would have gotten the job that I did if I wasn't here in person. And I like hate to say that because it's going to break people's hearts if they're like trying to move somewhere where they're not. But that, I think that that was a big piece of me being able to successfully network in the market. Yeah, and there's no question that the success rate skyrockets in comparison to not living in the market. And yep. if you have if you have a strong inclination that you want to live in Denver, then figure out a way to get there and then start doing exactly what you did. You did it just perfectly. Your story's great. Even if you can come out for a week to visit the place and again some connections to different people. There's been a couple of other grads that have come out uh, and they can get meetings scheduled for the week. So you have one or two meetings a day and then you can spend the rest of the time driving around, decide if it's actually a spot that you want to live. I think that that's really valuable. If anyone ever wants to come out, I'll gladly host you. Oh, you're like very sweet. Most people that come out or get dinner and we can chat. So Paying it forward, right? Yes. So any last words of advice for young job seekers? I think my advice would be to just stay positive, like look for the little wins that you have. Like if a creative director or someone actually responds even to consider meeting with you, consider that a huge win because their minds are like a thousand different places. There's days where people who work in agencies can't even get the attention 
of their creative directors to look at projects that they're looking at. So focus on those little wins. If you get a new cover letter out the door or someone looks at your book, uh, those are wins and you just have to focus on those positive things. Um, if someone doesn't have a job position, but they're willing to talk to you, just even asking who else they know um, and really trying to dig into networking, it's so valuable. So that would probably be. Well, I, I can't thank you enough, Prez. I knew talking to you would be great. I knew your story was so instructive and so inspiring. And thank you so much for your time this morning. Yeah, no problem. Talk to you soon. Okay, bye. bye. Thanks again to our guest, Andrea Carpenter from Karshhagen in Denver, Colorado, for sharing her story. I hope you found it helpful and inspiring as you start your search for that all-important first job. For more tools to help you on your journey, visit creativecareerstarter.com. See you next time.